Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. A Creston man was taken to the hospital following a two-vehicle accident. Police say the accident happened at 11.14 a.m. Sunday on Walnut Street in Creston. The driver, 82-year-old Roland Dean Waters, was driving a 2011 Ford F-150 pickup and struck the rear of a parked vehicle. Ground ambulance transported Waters to Greater Regional Hospital. Police say both vehicles sustained severe damage. Two people were arrested on theft charges in Fremont County. The Fremont County Sheriff's Office has 29-year-old Brooke Marie Johnson of Shelby and 40-year-old Jonathan Patrick Antrim of Council Bluffs were arrested November 1st for theft first degree. The arrest stems from an investigation beginning in August when Antrim and Johnson were allegedly found in possession of power tools reported stolen in two construction vehicle burglaries in Omaha, as well as other tools believed to be stolen. The tools were valued over $11,000. Deputies also arrested Johnson for operating a vehicle without owner's consent. Both were released after posting 10% of $2,000 bond after their initial appearance with the Fremont County Magistrate. Another activity, deputies were called to 155th Street and Thurman on November 3rd for a report of shots fired. Deputies alleged 65-year-old Daniel J. Kitchens of Thurman discharged a firearm in the air and then pointed it at a neighbor over a property dispute. Kitchens was arrested for intimidation with a dangerous weapon, going armed with intent, assault while displaying a dangerous weapon, disorderly conduct, obstructing a street, and reckless use of a firearm. Kitchens was held on $18,300 bond. And 43-year-old Jennifer Ray Wake of Glenwood was arrested November 1st for two counts of failure to appear and identity theft. Wake was held on $11,000 bond. Shelby County residents are voting on a referendum to pass taxation to fund EMS in Shelby County. Tom Robinson has more on this. Harlan Fire Chief Roger Beeson says since the mid-70s, medevac and volunteer squads have provided Shelby County with an ambulance service. However, times are about to change. Medevac owners Bob and Neela Seifert are retiring, and their contract is up June of 2026, leaving Shelby County residents with no system in place for transfers from Murchu Medical Center with a higher level of care. So this leaves EMS coverage 100% on the volunteer squads throughout Shelby County. And we've had such a, a great service. Medevac has done a great job over the years. Um, couldn't ask for anything better. And um, they're, again, they're looking to retire. We want to maintain the same level of service to our citizens as they have had since the mid-70s. Beeson says Shelby County currently has an ambulance commission made up of Shelby County Supervisors, Murchu Medical Center, and the City of Harlan to cover the contract for EMS, which relies primarily on fundraisers. He says Iowa law requires taxation for law enforcement and fire protection, but nothing for EMS, and that has since changed. A few years ago, Iowa's legislation passed a, a law that, that said you can now tax for EMS. Before that, law enforcement was considered an essential service. Fire was considered an essential service, so you paid a tax to to provide those. Some folks were under the understanding that if they paid their fire tax levy that it covered EMS. That is not the case. That is for fire protection and obviously law enforcement tax will pay for uh, law of protection. 
The Shelby County Board of Supervisors passed a resolution and formed a seven-person EMS Advisory Council to look at how the county can move forward with EMS in the future. Beeson says a referendum on the November 7th ballot would make EMS in Shelby County an essential service. Past taxation to fund EMS in Shelby County of $0.75 cents per $100,000 evaluation and a 1% income surtax. He says this will support part of the budget. Billing for services will balance out the funding. You're going to be guaranteed an ambulance will be coming to your house in the event that that you need an ambulance um, in, a, in a reasonable length of time. In a very rural area uh, and you have a, a volunteer squad that's that is uh, covering your territory your where you live uh, there may be a situation where all those volunteers are either out of town they're at work can't get away from their jobs this will guarantee that we have an ambulance headed your way. Beeson says the county will utilize all the volunteer ambulance squads in Shelby County that they currently have in defiance. Irwin, Erling, Portsmouth, Elkhorn, and Shelby. Shelby and Elkhorn communities have already taken the lead and hired city staff and EMTs. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. And Audubon City residents are voting on a public measure authorizing a change in the use of the 1% local option sales and service tax. City Clerk Joe Foran said if the change is approved, revenue shall be expended for 100% construction, reconstruction, replacement, maintenance, and improvement of city streets, curbs, storm sewers, and related infrastructure, and public works-related expenses, including administrative costs. Foran said the 1% local option sales tax was initiated in 2000. It stated in the ballot language that 100% of the revenue would be used for road construction and repair. During a fiscal year 2021 audit, the auditors noted the restricted language in the ballot measures. What we had been doing from 2000 all the way up to 21 and 22 um, was we were spending for the public works budget, we were spending half of it out of road use tax and the other half out of local option sales tax and use those two funds only to pay for everything. Foreign says that after this was discovered and the wording, the city had to move all the expenses shared between the two funds, primarily to road use and some to the general fund. Well, what's happening is, of course, road use doesn't get near as much money as the local option sales tax does. And it's just another stress on the general funds. Those funds are going negative. So what this new ballot measure is, is with the language, it's intended to open it up now to do what we were doing with it and splitting it between the public works expenses between um, road use and local option sales tax. So it's nothing anything new. We just want to get back to what we've been doing for quite some time. Foreign said if the measure on the ballot fails, they will have to begin looking at cuts to help out the general fund. He said the goal is to get back to what it was intended for. Again, polls will be open Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. for the combined city and school elections. You can find a full list of the contested races posted on our website at westerniowatoday.com. Iowa gas prices are lower than almost everywhere else in the Midwest. According to AAA, Iowans are paying a statewide average of $3.08 right now. The cost of crude oil, if it continues to, to, to go down and, and goes below that $8 per barrel cost, hopefully those pri- the prices will continue. I mean, that's, that's usually how the equation works. Brian Ortner with AAA says Wisconsin is paying $3.14 per gallon, and it's closer to $3.40 per gallon in the Dakotas. 
Missouri is the only state with cheaper gas prices than Iowa, where drivers are paying $3.07 per gallon of gas. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Billings with KSOM and KS95 News.